0: to. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit HelloAlma.com Therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's HelloAlma.com Therapy30.
1: eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. It's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
2: All right, Matt. So much has been made of punter, 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 holder, 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 Mm -hmm. Matt Ariza. And we should talk about him here, of course, right? But he is one of four specialists on this team. The specialists are the, the
3: kicker, the punter, and the long snapper. So there's Matt Smiley. This is Matt Ove talking. And there's Matt Smiley. Then there's Matt Ariza. Then there's Matt Hawk. So there's a lot of Matt's in the mix. There's Matt Perino. He's going to yeah. be there at training camp. Maybe Matt Fairburn's out of practice oh, every right. once yeah. in a while. There's a lot of Matt's. Okay. There's a lot of Matt's in this conversation. And then there's Tyler Bass and Reed Ferguson. <laughs> but I just want it to be known that, like, this is the summer. You know, the summer of George? This is the summer of Matt's, Sal. The
2: summer of Matt's. I love it. We're going to be focused in on a lot of Matt's here, and we know which way Bills fans lean on the punter situation. I mean, they've made it loud and clear. They want the man affectionately known as punt God, Matt Ariza. They want him over Matt Hawk, who did not have a very good year last year. We've talked about it when we've talked specifically about this situation, but it's worth reiterating. Matt Hawk is going to get every opportunity to try and beat out Matt Ariza. And I think that's the best way to say it. Because Matt Ariza was brought in here with a draft pick. The Bills have an investment in him. And yes, in one sense, it's his job to take it away from Matt Hawk. But in the other sense, it's Matt Hawk's job to take it away from the rookie after his down year last year because they did invest in him and say, okay, we got to make a replacement. This is going to be interesting to watch.
3: The thing that keep I keep coming back to with specifically the punter competition was the kicker competition from two years ago yeah. when it was Hauschka and Tyler Bass. Right. And I think that at the time, it was a little bit more split than it is right now. I think 90% of Bills fans would say that they think Ariza should win this competition. I would say back then it was probably like, Sixty-six, thirty-three with Bass and then Hauschka, but a couple people were like, oh no, Hauschka Mr. Reliable. As long as the kick isn't more than 50 yards, he's going to be serviceable. He's going to be good. And then we went to training camp and it was pretty clear, just honestly, like a weekend that it was Bass's job. I do think that Ariza is the favorite here, and I think he's a big favorite. If we're talking gambling odds, I'm saying Ariza's like minus 300, minus 350. Like he's a big favorite to win this job. I know much has been said about the holding. I think he's going to figure that out. I also think it's important. I don't want to dismiss that. I do think it's important, but I think he's also going to be able to figure it out. And I just think from a from a standpoint of like the resources they use to get him, the ability that he has... I think he should win the job and I ultimately think he will win the job just because, you know, Hawk had a chance last year and left a lot of, you know, left a lot of people wondering why they, or excuse me, I'm going to rephrase this. He left a lot of people wondering if they would address punter in the off season. And they did. And I think that says something.
2: And we also, of course, have to mention the holding situation. That's a part of this as much as bills fans may think it shouldn't be, or, Maybe it's dumb to make it. This is the way it works, right? Every team in the league has their punter hold. And for everybody out there who tweets me all the time, tweets both of us, I'm sure, why can't they just have a wide receiver? Why can't they just have a quarterback? Look, folks, the, the CBA is structured in a way that you only have so much practice time. And those guys are working with their team. The punters and the kickers and the long snappers are always with each other the entire practice. It is a skill that they have to be very, very buttoned up on, and you're not going to take the quarterback away from his drills. You're not going to take the wide receiver away from his drills. You're going to have to have somebody who's there all the time. You can, get, you can think that's dumb all you want, but every single team in the league does it that way. We did not see Matt Ariza hold during eight OTAs or minicamp other than on air, basically, not with an actual field goal kicker with Tyler Bass. I think he's going to win the job. I think he's going to be fine holding the ball. Here's my concern, Matt. The first time, like, he, to me, he kind of has pressure on him the whole year holding, right? Mm -hmm. Like, there's been such so much made about this. Even if he's really good at it, every single time he goes out there, it's like, don't screw up, because that's the reason you kind of made this in a lot of people's minds.
3: Yeah, it's an interesting one. But I also think that, I think he's going to be able to do it. And I think that it's one of those things that you don't notice unless there's a mistake. Right. But sometimes even you don't notice the mistakes. Yep. If the kick is made, then you're not going to notice if the hold was bad. I mean, there's going to be somebody who's on like Twitter and it's like, oh, my gosh, look, the laces were in the wrong direction. That's like, right. That can't happen. But as long as the kicks keep going through, then it's not going to be a huge storyline unless it becomes a problem. And and I just don't foresee that happening. I mean, this guy's still an athlete. I know he's a punter, but he's still an athlete. He's going to be able to figure it out. I mean, Matt Hawk figured it out. I, I have no reason to believe that Matt Hawk is going to be way better at it. He's just It was something he was good at, and Bass had a great year. And I know there's a correlation there, but... I'm not going to say that Ariza can't do it just because we've never seen him do it. I just think it's one of those things that he hasn't been asked to do. But usually guys who are talented and skilled find a way. And I'm just going to I like the idea of the flyer here. I like the idea of the unknown. And I think that it's intriguing to have this kind of raw prospect. And the Bills buy in on that. Like the Bills have done this in the past where they give opportunities to just athletes. And I think Ariza is the athlete here. And that's why he wins the job. They drafted Tyler Bass in twenty twenty, right? Twenty
2: twenty. He's going into okay. his third year. Um, so I'm going to ask you a question: Is Tyler Bass still the kicker on this team in twenty twenty nine?
3: Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, that's so, what. Right? I mean, that's what seven years from now. Yeah, I, I would think so. Tenth year in the league. I mean, he's is he
2: the kind of guy that can last that long? Because. There's no issue with him now. So I'm just trying to create like a, what's, what's the story with him here that we can talk about because (laughs) there's no story with him right now. I mean, he's a kicker. He's a kickoff guy. He can do everything. Is he, how long does he last in Buffalo? Can he keep this up for, can he have a 10 plus year career? Steve Christie only kicked nine years in Buffalo. Now he did have overall a 15 year NFL career, but he was in Buffalo for nine years.
3: I think the, I think he is the kicker of this team as long as he doesn't like demand some ridiculous kicker contracts where they can't afford him because they've got to pay other guys. But as long as he's not like the highest paid kicker in the NFL, he's probably going to be here for a long time unless he really unless he like loses the power. It right. becomes like more of a okay. I'm going to be really good from inside 50 yards, but I don't see him having that kind of trajectory because he just has an absolute cannon. And who knows? Maybe in seven years he can't make the 60 yarders, but he can still make them from 55. Whatever, that's still fine.
2: Yeah. yeah, and I mean the Bills do have a weapon in Tyler Bass when it comes to 2022. They have a weapon in him. They can use him from all over the field. He can really kick the long ones. Obviously, even even in challenging weather last year, he was very good. But Towards the end of the year, there were a couple of miscues here and there, including in that New England playoff game. Remember, two were blocked. And I'm not saying that was on Tyler Bass necessarily, but the entire operation, that's something that has to be a little bit buttoned up. And he did miss a couple of kicks towards the end of the year.
3: Yeah, it's funny. I think of what's the... Okay, here's a question for you. I'm going to hit you back with another question. What's the biggest field goal Tyler Bass has made in his career? The biggest field goal. Like the most important. I've got one in mind.
2: (sighs) Man, that's a good question. Um, I don't, I can't, I mean, I guess I'd have to maybe go with the 65 yarder in Arizona uh-huh. um, because that was just so long, but that's a, you tell me, I don't know. I have, a, I am I'm, I'm thinking of this.
3: So I think the most clutch kick that he ever made as a member of the bills was against the Colts in the wild card game. To put them further ahead, it was in either the late third quarter or the early fourth quarter, and it was a long long kick. And I remember somebody in the press box being like, I cannot believe that they are trusting this dude to make this kick in this moment. And he made it. And it's funny because they ultimately won that game by a field goal. At the time, it didn't seem like it would be the game-deciding play or anything like that, but they won by a field goal, and it was a really big play. So that's the one that stands out. And then besides – also, here's another fun one. Do you remember Tyler Bass's first field goal attempt? His first field goal attempt was at home against the Jets in Uh 2020, right? And he missed it, but it was over the field goal post. And it was like that thing where everybody was debating, "Yeah, this is actually a good kick. This was called wrong. Yeah, but the poor guy missed it. And then I think he might have actually missed his second one too.
2: No, I don't know if he missed his second one. I know that year, though, he missed against Kansas City for one of his only misses, but it was because they tried it from like, 68 yards or something at the end of the half. And that postponed game, they gave it this move. Like it was a weird, really, really long kick. Like you're right. He he has the leg. He can do all of this. And obviously a lot's made of 13 seconds last year. What wound up happening? The squib kick and all that. I, I don't know. None of us know exactly what exact communication breakdown there was, what execution breakdown there was. I just know that Tyler Bass does a very good job for what his job is.
3: Absolutely. Sorry. Say, I'll keep talking. I'm looking up the game. So I'm, oh, there trying, you go. To, I'm trying to get no. to it.
2: All right. As you're talking and and as you're looking up the game, I'm going to bring up Reed Ferguson, the long snapper. Yep. I I don't know the exact number now, but a year ago, I actually, I did the math on every single, like the number of long snaps he had to have punts, field goals, and extra points as of, this is as of a year ago. So I don't, I don't, you have to add on whatever it was. And it was some ungodly number, like 900 and something straight without a mistake. I, I think that's still the case. But there were a couple that were a little like the wind was like moving them a little bit. I don't think there was anything that you could pin on Tyler Bass that something really bad happened last year. I mean, I'm sorry, Reed Ferguson, that something really bad happened here last year, right?
3: No, absolutely. I mean, I don't think so. St- steady. Really consistent, really good. And also like a glue guy. Like they very yeah. much they very much value him in that locker room. I know him and Matt Smiley, the new special team. Wow, it's funny. I didn't even realize that Aaron Cromer knew Matt Smiley knew. So this whole episode is new yeah. position coaches with the two positions we're talking about. But I, I know Reed and Smiley have a very good working relationship. That also goes back. We did an office quiz with these guys. And it was Matt Smiley as the kind of narrator with myself and Reed Ferguson was one of the contestants. So uh, they have a, v- a really good relationship. And I think that translates onto the field as well. Before, Did you find your answer? I didn't. Cause my stupid browser keeps freezing. It won't oh. let me, it won't let me look up the splits from that year. I don't okay. know why, but it won't let me look up the splits. Okay. Well, I'll look it up and I want to ask you a question about
2: Reed Ferguson. Like have, like, I mean, just kind of talk about his rise to, f- Like fan favorite fandom, because this is a guy like he's a party. Most long snappers are just long snappers. You're every once in a while you get a guy like what John Dornbus was the was the magician. Right. Was that him? I think every once in a while you get guys like that. But Reed Ferguson has really ingratiated himself like into Bill's Mafia and the grilling the podcast with his brother, who's the long snapper for the Miami Dolphins. Like he's a personality on this team now, Matt.
3: Yeah. Reed Ferguson, I think, has utilized social media about as good as any or about as well as anybody on the team. And I know that he's not on the status of like Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs, any of those guys. But Reed Ferguson is accessible. Like if you want to tweet at Reed Ferguson. Like chances are he's probably going to see it and who knows maybe he's even going to respond and he does this whole Grills Mafia thing. He is involved in the community. He gives back in the community. He spends a ton of time in Buffalo. He's just a very relatable chill dude and I get that that's like kind of the long snapper lifestyle but he has never taken himself too seriously. He's usually the guy who makes jokes about like what he does for a living compared to what some of his other teammates do. But Don't let those jokes and, like, that kind of vibe fool you. Like, he is very, very, very good at what he does. And I think the proof is also in not just him, but also in his brother. Like, there's not many brother combinations of long snappers that exist. But Reed was so good at it that Blake was like, okay, I'm going to use your path and also get to the NFL. And he has, and Reed also brings up the fact that Blake has never beat Reed in an NFL game. So every chance that he gets, he's always like, yeah, no, we're still, you know, perfect against him. He's never going to beat us. So that's always kind of fun to see that banter.
2: And it's fun uh, getting to know their parents, Kevin and Tracy. They actually have, that duo Jersey thing, you know, half and half uh-huh. things like that they can do yep. that. Um, so that's really cool. I did find Tyler Bass's stats and splits 2020. You're right. Uh, that year he did miss two of four, his uh, first game ever. And that was against the jets. And then mm-hmm. he, d- he went one, two, three. He missed the next one against Kansas city. Like I said, at the end of the half, and then he had that six for eight game against the jets that year. He was two for four and then six for eight against the jets. Overall.
3: Warren, uh, if, unless, I'm wrong. Did they only score field goals in that game against the Jets? Yeah, that second one. They had
2: 18 points, and he had six field goals against the Jets. That was that uh, October game at New York. That's wild. I I, like, how does that even happen? They, they were really bad in the red zone. That year, they were great in the red zone, except for the two games against the Jets, which was amazing. The home game and the game there. They were just, like, really, really good in the red zone. So that f-
3: That first Jets game? So the first game of the 2020 season was Josh's first game where he threw for more than 300 yards. Right. And it feels like an eternity ago that we're talking about a quarterback who has never thrown for more than 300. People were like, he's not good. He's a game manager. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. He can't even throw for 300 yards. How many times has he done it since? It's insane.
2: Oh, my God. That's right. And then he threw for 400 yards the next week against the Miami <laughs> Dolphins, right? That's exactly. Very, very, very good. All right. Well, that will put a bow on the specialists as we march through the positions on our State of the Bills on It's Always Game Day in Buffalo.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road, any road, the steeper the better